Solar PV Cast by Shift, a podcast exploring solar energy and the role it plays in improving our lives and our planet. Here's your host, Chris Palliser. Yes, thanks for joining another episode of the Solar PV Cast. I am Chris, and it is brought to you by Shift. For all your solar and energy storage needs, visit shift.ca. Now, for the most part, we all love solar. Solar's great. It makes sense. But there are a few challenges with solar. One of them, recycling solar panels. It's incredibly expensive to do so. So right now, unfortunately, and for the last number of years, they've always just gone into the landfill. And we don't want that. But there is a company in Alberta that is changing that. There's a program in Alberta that is changing that. And it's put on by the Alberta Recycling Management Authority. It is a solar recycling pilot program. Now, joining the Solar PV cast to discuss that today is Chai Wei, Chief Operating Officer of the Alberta Recycling Management Authority. Welcome. Thank you, Chris. So tell us about this solar pilot recycling program um, and how it relates to Alberta Recycling Management Authority's kind of overall goals, if you will. Yeah, just kind of for your listen, there's uh, Alberta Recycling Management Authority, ARMA. We are a designated organization in Alberta to accept um, electronic materials. So in other provinces, the electronic programs usually in the EPR model, but in Alberta, we have a stewardship model. So the government in Alberta designate ARMA to take uh, four materials for recycling, electronics, paint, oil, and tires. So electronics, uh, this is kind of interesting history. Alberta is the first province to launch electronic recycling programs back in 2004. And back in 2004, we were the first in Canada. And uh, we kind of stayed the same since 2004. So that means that we started with few materials, the, the basic ones, right? Like the the um, TVs, TVs laptops, like very basic things. But then the program didn't expand for a very, very long time. So back in 2020, ARMA approached the government of Alberta, and we said, it's time to expand our program. But before we do so, maybe we should do a two-year pilot. So back in 2020, the government said, yes, ARMA, please do a pilot for two years. And during that time, we decided that is uh, good to look at solar panels. So the expansion took ARMA from accepting 20 items to 500 items plus solar panels. So in the last, uh, so the the original deadline was to, it was started in 2020 and expired. The pilot was supposed to expire December 2022. But then the government has since gave ARMA an extension until March of 2024. So during this time, we have, I would say, ARMA really got into solar recycling in uh, probably the last uh, year and a half or so. And we started to collect um, solar panels. And in the beginning, it was actually very interesting because um, in Alberta, people know about ARMA. We collect electronics. We have about 400 collection sites in 140 municipalities. So people know ARMA, but then they're not sure what to do with solar panels. So we had to do a lot of communications, uh, outreach to municipalities, to local government. Uh, we started a solar panel advisory group with Solar Alberta, 
with municipal associations and a few solar installers. So to get the uh, get a word out, let them know that if they have solar panels, they can bring it to us. And that takes about, I would say, a good um, 10 months to get a lot of solar panels. And then once we got a solar panel, we um, we realized they're actually a lot more complex than we anticipated. So one thing about electronic recycling is that we have six electronic um, electronic recyclers in the province. They're national, regional, uh, some of international. So they know what to do when you get, you know, a laptop, uh, a TV, a toaster, a microwave. But then solar panel is quite different because it's not, in reality, there are actually very few components. There's, you know, the glass, the frame, and few wires and box. But then the way they build together, uh, it's actually hard to break apart because it's not supposed to, right? And then like the, you, the wafers, the silicone exactly, wafers. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. And once you break them apart, like what is the downstream for the material? So we are actually start how to figure this out. Uh, so we partner with a local electronic recycler, uh, high tech recycling in, uh, in Edmonton. And high tech has a warehouse here. They have a facility here. So we partner with them to get panels to Edmonton and store them temporarily. And then the next step we realize, Hey, there might be opportunity to reuse these panels. So then the next question is, how do we distinguish panels? There's some of them very obvious, like they come in crack, they're done, right? right? But there's some of them came in, oh, that's pretty good shape. But how do you know it's still working or not? Because our understanding is that some of these panels probably have been outside, generating for the last 10, 20 years. Uh, we know they're probably still working, but probably not as efficient uh, in the in compared to a new panel. So then we decided to partner with Northern Alberta Institute of Technology, NATE. It's a technical university in, uh, in Edmonton. And uh, we decided to build a testing table Oh, great. So we're collecting a lot of panels. Um, we took a few months to build a testing table, and it literally is what it sounds. It's a table, and you put a panel on the side, uh, usually tilted, and then you hook up to essentially an iPad, and then it tells you about, you know, well, first is that uh, the t- testing table is fairly um, basic, so it requires a lot of sunlight. Right. So, <laughs> so part of our learning is that um, you know if we want to do this in a in a large scale, we need to um, we need to figure out probably instead of actually maybe a light table would be better than natural sunlight because the natural sunlight was one of the challenges. So yeah, we built this testing table. We got probably over two thousand panels, and then just visual inspections wise, we cut them down to I got a number here. I think over 2,000 panels came in. We did visual inspection, cut it down to 350. From the 350, we do another triage, cut it down to 96. And from the 96, we realized 16 panels could actually be reused. 16. <laughs> one six. So right. like 1%, really. Right, yeah. And 
it, it was interesting because when we started this project, we we thought, you know, we have this opportunity to try something new here in Alberta because um, Alberta actually has a lot of solar right now, mainly just because the electricity market here, it's deregulated. The generation size deregulated. So you get a lot of private companies, a firm want to come in, they want to build a solar farm uh, in many ways is because of phasing out of coal fire generators. So there is a demand and definitely a future demand. And then there are also um, clean energy improvement programs, uh, SEEP. The provincial government has SEEP legislation provincial-wide. So that means that homeowners now, both commercial and and uh, residential, they could actually borrow using their houses. I'm not sure if you're familiar with SEEP. And then they put on their property tax and they can put solar panels on. Hmm. So we 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 kind of expecting this will be coming. Um, right. We may be 10, 20 years, maybe 15 years uh, ahead of huge material coming in. Um, but we thought that would be good to kind of learn about what's out there. Crazy enough, they're actually more panel than we thought. Consider that you, we have so, like I see solar and farm coming just in the countryside when I was mm-hmm. driving outside Edmonton, even just around Edmonton, the city, like you see a lot of houses now, new built with solar panels, right? But if you think about it, there's 2,000 panels that's already, we already went through for end of life. There are actually more because I can tell you right now, there are a few facilities, a few companies, they have panels to, to send to us. And uh, we're telling them that, you know, we're trying to coordinate the logistic right now to get a panel to Edmonton. So, right. so they are more than we expected. And mm-hmm. I think we got pretty good word out there now that Arma is taking these. Uh, we're taking these for free as part of a pilot. Oh, wow. And um, so really... What we do is we work with high tech. Um, usually, shipping is paid for by the the company, the solar company, and it was solar. And a lot of time, because we're in Edmonton, solar company and trucks go back and forth, right? So a lot of time, they will just take it to the Edmonton facility, or they will take it to a Calgary warehouse that's operated by high tech, and high tech can pick them up there. Um, yeah, and then once they get to Edmonton, we triage them. So. In fact, I think we just sent, they just went through uh, quite a few triage and there, we just sent one low of, uh, I can remember how much, how much the tonnage wise, we just sent one low to the uh, end of life uh, recycler in, uh, in the US. That's another thing we found. There, Alberta is the first province to really investigate solar recycling. And there isn't a company in Canada that can manage the end-of-life panel. So that's part of the recycling. expense, right? You're having yes. to send these elsewhere. Yeah. So yeah. if we could get something in Canada, that alone would, would cut down the costs of solar recycling and make it more affordable. Yeah, and it's interesting. We sometimes feel like you – so U.S., they finally, I believe last year – they are a few functional, large commercialized solar recycling uh, facility now in the U.S. I did read they just yeah. invested something like yeah. $82 million yeah. into yeah. that infrastructure. 
So we're not we're not too late in any sense in Canada because you think about a U.S. finally finish they finally build one right uh, a few I think I read two articles at two facilities now so yeah there's definitely definitely some work that uh, through this project we realize that Alberta is in a really good position to be first we do have very good solar here in terms of generation. Um, the electricity market is different here compared to BC, Saskatchewan, Manitoba. I should note, yeah. uh, I had uh, a gentleman on from ADCO, actually, and we yeah. discussed solar in Alberta. And uh, Alberta, you know, as if you're listening, if you're watching this, you might think, good old oil, Alberta. But it is by far yes. leading the country in renewable yes. energy, which is pretty yep. exciting to see just for the points that you talked about, deregulated market. Yeah, John Doe can start a solar farm if he's got the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 I think with that we see that there's well, there's expertise in recycling for sure, in electronic recyclings. We have the nationals here, we have the regionals here. You know, now it's just to really figure out the what is the scale out there, possibly, and some of this stuff. Arma will be a partner of of another organization like Arma. We cannot lead on this i think there's opportunity to to build alberta into a solar recycling province you know we have lots of panels here so a facility nearby makes sense right and well, uh, yeah i read that uh i think by 2050 there's the prediction of 800,000 tons yeah. of solar panels will need to be recycled and and as we move along this adoption curve to more and more residential solar yeah, flash forward 20, 25 years. Look out. There's going to be a lot of panels that need to be recycled. Yeah. And from uh, from our conversation with a lot of our collection sites, because ARMA, we operate four programs in Alberta. And uh, despite that, we're designated by the government, but we're more a nonprofit in many ways. We get a lot of calls from landfills, transfer stations. And we have received a few calls about windmills. And, uh, you know, there are a few calls about how Southern Alberta is also a very good place for windmills, because especially if you're closer to the foothills, you get Chinook winds. And there are 120 kilometer wind just coming down the mountains. Yeah. It's actually pretty, pretty windy places. And, and I think there's a few, uh, comments from municipalities is that the, the wind industry may be, they, they have no problem putting on windmills in the counties, in the, in the municipal districts. But when it comes to end-of-life management, that kept, they, it took them a little bit longer to figure out what to do, right? So the municipalities-wise, local governments here, they're quite pleased that Arma is taking the lead to, to think about this. Because landfill, local landfills are the first place if there are certain things that need to be disposed. Yeah, my mind's drifting back to your your uh, testing table. Um, oh yeah, out, out of the the two thousand that you brought in, <clears throat> excuse me, you said sixteen were still good. So what does yep. Arma do with the the sixteen panels, or as this program grows and you do find those that are still yeah. viable? So this is funny because when we started this, we thought that we would have so many panels. I I personally thought we're going to have so many panels and 
in my head, I was thinking, you know what? Let's build a reuse program. Let's give to you know northern communities. Maybe they have a pump house. We can give them a solar panel. Maybe we can give to a transfer station, standalone buildings. It has to go to a standalone buildings、um, because just the regular. The regulations wise, it cannot connect it to the grid. It. <laughs> And、um, when the test came back, we're like, "Oh, sixteen! What are we gonna do with that?" <laughs> And funny enough, I went to a conference, and there, a high school, Strasmore High School. It's a it's a community just outside Calgary, about twenty thousand people. The high school. Was what、well, is building a community garden, and they, the high school was taking like solar pan. They they want solar panels and they、Perfect. couldn't find any. So I approached the teacher and I said to him, "How many panels do you want? I have sixteen. Do you want all of them?" He's like, "No, that's too many. We only need ten." I say, "Sure, ten. There you go. There you so go." So we actually get、uh, we actually ship it down there, and they put it up. They I believe end of June, Strasmore High School had the grand opening, which they put up the panel, and it was a very fascinating project because the entire community garden, the biosphere, biodome, they were built by students. Of course, they have the electricians there, like helping out. But so the student actually put,、um, they actually did a mobile solar generator. They put some of our panels on wheels so they can like move oh, around. Wow. Yeah, so it was quite neat. We、uh, we went down for、uh, for the grand opening. We have some pictures. We could actually show you if you want. The it was it was pretty good. So we still have a few panels left. What we're、okay. gonna do is if you're listening, gonna... they got six <laughs> panels at Arma for you. The six panels are gonna go onto our new office. So、oh, we are、yeah. actually moving office.、Um, we're moving to a smaller office. Actually, well, smaller. In size, but the、uh, more fitting for our needs, and、um, we already talked to a designer.、Uh, we're gonna put solar panels. We're gonna put these reuse solar panels on our building,、Amazing. and I believe they're gonna be used for、uh, parking lot lighting. It's same thing again. Has to be off the grid, right? Right. And that was one thing we learned very quickly. If Arma had hundred panels for reuse. Going to be challenging because we talk to municipalities, we talk to a lot of even nonprofit. A lot of time when they when they build a case for payback for solar panels, the payback calculations based on hundred percent, and I'm sure you're aware of that. Yeah, and with、totally. our panel seventy five eighty, yeah, it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, yeah.、Uh, Now, who's footing the bill? I guess is it the government because you you are shipping these off. Are you? Yes. And so、uh, people are dropping them off for free. So everything's great, but there's a bill still to be paid. And yes, it's still expensive. Yeah. So I can definitely explain that the government of Alberta is not flipping the bill.、Um, what happened is that we manage a quite a good program the last. Thirty years, twenty years,、uh, we have some re- we have some reserves, and we're using that to、uh, to fund the entire、uh, e pilot, not、wow. just the solar panel. Right. So our funding, our model is very different. We don't get say like a budget allocation from the provincial government. Our funding, our revenue is come from eco fees. 
So in Alberta, when you buy a TV, when you buy a laptop, you pay a fee. The fee actually comes to Arma, and uh, Arma staff, uh, my team and I, we uh, we actually manage the expense, the re- uh, expenditure size. So we making sure that they get picked up from um, could be from offices, could be from your recycling depot, and uh, we find a processor. There's actually a a procedure to become our processors because we want to make sure everything is managed according to uh, standards and procedures and is decommissioned and disposed in an environmental safe manner. Right. Yeah. So, and that's happening. Uh, yeah. Sorry, you might have already said this. Uh, that is happening with high tech in Alberta, or are you so still shipping to the U.S.? We still have to ship it to U.S. Okay. So very quickly, we learned that you need special machines right. to yeah. essentially to take apart down. the solar panel, right? Yeah. And this is not like, this is just, that machine is a million dollars. Right. It require Alberta would need a lot of panels. Right, got to, it. Uh, to, to have that's, that scale to purchase dream, that though. machine. Like, right? That, could, that yeah. could happen. Yeah, and uh, so what Hitech is doing is that they, they, essentially hold all the panels, they tested us, they test them for us, and after that they tell us how many will be going to end of life, how many will be uh, could be reused, and then they will coordinate all the logistics uh, on behalf of Arma, and they will move the uh, panels to end of life. Right. So a lot of our processors, that's um, that's kind of what I do. Like, you know, that, that steps of uh, consolidating them do the first level of triage mm-hmm. before move to, we call them downstream processors. Okay. Are you accepting panels from outside of Alberta? I mean, we, you know, we get like a lot you of mentioned. questions of that. Yeah, because there's this, this, this is relatively new in Canada. You guys are truly leading with this pilot program. So somebody who's watching this in uh, Saskatchewan or BC, either side of you, I'm like, hmm. So we have talked about this. Um, we got a few inquiries, but we never, we actually haven't haven't taken any out of province panels. Uh, a big time, a big challenge is cost. Mm-hmm. So if the company can get the panels to Alberta, we probably will take them. Um, if it's not in a huge quantity, if someone's gonna send Arma. 10,000 solar panels, right. we would definitely have to relook at everything because currently we don't have a warehouse to store that many panels. To make a bigger um, light table. Exactly. <laughs> bigger, it has to automate, probably worth automating the yeah. light tables. Yeah. Um, so we, we would, we would entertain that. We have got calls from other electronic recycling programs in other provinces just want to learn more about it and we have shared information you mentioned we don't against it just depends on we you know because the eco fee is paid by albertans we just want to make sure that we don't want to subsidize other provinces products right yeah and that makes total sense you mentioned the program was extended which is great for another two years um do you see it Going beyond that, what are your thoughts on that? So that's uh, that's a good question. That's an ongoing discussion with the provincial government. So twenty, I believe, summer of twenty twenty two, we had enough data coming from collecting five hundred items. We 
did a report, and uh, we presented to the provincial government, and we recommend that the provincial government make the pilot permanent programs. So essentially, accepting all 500 items, and we are still waiting for the provincial government to let us know. So to make the pilot permanent, we will require to open up regulations. And so that required the provincial government to essentially amend the existing regulations so ARMA can start charging the eco fees and uh, collecting the eco fees and collecting the items and making sure they're recycled. And well, I don't know if you know, there was an election in Alberta probably a couple months ago. It's going to be three months now. So we have communicated with a new government to say that we have submitted the uh, our proposal recommending what items to take and uh, it's time to revisit that again we're hoping to um, have it work with the provincial government to have a decision before the deadline which is march 31st 2024 okay yeah i reached out actually uh, just before the election and uh because yeah you know it is unfortunately tied to the provincial government in that sense that we had to hold off to make sure that uh, it was still continuing. So happy to hear that it is still good to go for to 2024. Yeah. The hurdles uh, sounds like, I mean, it's, it sounds actually like you're enjoying the process of it all and the learning and, and finding a hurdle and you and your team are finding a way to overcome that hurdle. Uh, would you say that's true? And is there any other hurdles that you haven't mentioned? I would say, yeah, it's a fascinating project. I think, right. you know, for ARMA team, not every day you get to work on something so relevant, right? Yeah. And something so forward thinking, like we're looking at 10 years in advance of maybe all these materials were coming back in. Mm -hmm. So it's quite nice. And um, I, I think we're now thinking about kind of like a next phase and there are certain things we we think coming from lesson learns you know from the 2022 we kind of want to go forward uh, we know that reuse is probably not a good market a good place for arma to be in uh, just because Sure, it would be nice to have more panels, and we more know community now. community gardens? Exactly. We can give it to community gardens. We know there's outlet now, but we also don't expect huge amount of coming in. And so one thing we learned, and I think it's a hurdle, but where um, my team and I were just talking about this this morning, is how to work with solar companies and installers on decommissioning. Because we noticed that the... The damage is usually on one side and is on the side when the the workers pile them on, lift them up. Oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah. So and it's just not in any way of saying that they're not doing a good job. Totally. It's like, you know, this is brand new, right? Who knows? The, the installers today, uh, the the companies today, they probably never thought about this. They probably just tried to get the panels off as fast as possible so we noticed that mm -hmm. so what we're trying to do is work with solar alberta work with nate or any any companies that want to work with us to maybe develop some guidelines on decommissioning we feel nate is uh, a 
a technical university, technical institute, and they also have a solar training program, is really well positioned to help Arma doing that. And I think it's just build awareness to say, you know what, maybe there are certain ways you can transport them.、Mm-hmm. Maybe there are certain ways you can decommission them.、Uh, maybe there's,、uh, you know, if that also means there could be more panels that's not damaged. And eligible to be reused, and、yeah. that will increase the scale, and they might be able to build a market for that. Yeah. But as what we've seen today, I think there is definitely、uh, that aspect of it. So、yeah. that that will be an interesting one because、yeah. that require Arma to、uh, work with many different companies, right?、Mm-hmm. Many different companies, many different. Also, post-secondary institution. Yeah, think and, about people want to be the installers, right? Learn、totally. about solar technicians, and yeah, started, so that's one those, thing. Started those places of education, yeah, and、yep. um, I believe it was in Vancouver. They just announced they're putting a lot of money、uh, with Vancouver Community College into a renewable center. They're going to build their building because you're totally right. You know, twenty years ago, when I was coming out of high school, there was no option to go into clean energy.、Mm-hmm. Recycling side or installing side, so yeah, I think it's wonderful that、uh, you guys are you know pioneering this really, and and no doubt a lot of people will reach out to you and and ask some questions when they、yeah. start heading down that road. So it's wonderful that you guys are、uh, are doing that at Arma. Yeah, and there's one thing we we also because we operate four programs, we、um, over the years we learned that there's a lot of standards when it comes to recyclings. Um, electronics, one of them. There's different certifications processors have. That's something with tire oil and paint. Solar, not quite there. It seems I don't want to say it's a wild wild west. There's people are best practices, but、right. it's an it's an area that I think because Arma's job is end of life management. There's definitely a, a subject that Arma can probably dig in a little bit deeper. For sure,、uh, because、um, and and I think if we want to build Alberta into a recycling center for solar, or make Alberta the first province to have a permanent solar recycling programs, some of those standard needs to be out there, right? Because if Alberta start cl- collecting solar panels in large quantity, processor will ask,、mm-hmm. "Well, what do you want?" What what should I follow? Should should a stand? What is the standard today? Can what material can go to landfill? What material should try to be, you know,、uh, to be recycled? Or so that's another area I think we found we found challenges coming. But I think it's something that, with our knowledge, with our background, I think we can probably figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> it's wonderful.、Uh, what's the feeling of of the staff working on?、Uh, Something like this, something that's never been done before. Really, is everybody pretty excited and genuinely, you know, going to work, feeling proud that they're doing their part? Yeah, I,、um, I actually, I always say to、uh, any time we're hiring new staff, I always say to people who are interested in working Arma is there are very few jobs that what you do between eight to five, you can see the relevance when you go home. And Arma is one of the organizations like that. So today, you and I talking on this laptop. When this laptop is finished,、uh, one of the Arma registered processor will pick it up, 
and it'll probably go to one of the facilities. And uh, if it can be reused, it will become going to a reused market. If it has to be managed end of life, we'll follow Armas procedure and uh, protocols and standards. And that's the same thing when Arma staff drive to um, drive to work. They actually use two programs. They use the tire recycling program. Mm-hmm. They use the oil recycling programs. So it is good that I think a lot of staff see the uh, the relevance of uh, what they do every day. It doesn't matter if you're working on the supplier side. That's when you're collecting the eco fees or you're working on the program side. That's when you're looking through claims, doing the program development on the on the program requirements documents it's almost everything you do in some ways you are you know you can see you can see your work right and yeah, um, yeah and uh, and uh, i um i once in a while i go to the edmonton eco center uh to drop off my vacuum i should have to do that recently <laughs> and i remember i walk up to the um i drove up there and the person said to me like go to the CCAN on the left. And I remember I drove up there and I saw the Arma sign. And I was like, you know what? This is good. I, um, I, It's nice to see your work out there, right? Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's great. I mean, we could go on for hours. Uh, I, we got to do another episode, I think, on battery recycling, energy storage, <laughs> things like that. Is that. Are you looking at that? Are you doing that? Um, yes. Battery recycling is the current pilot. So our current e-pilot okay. has uh, includes the batteries. Um, what I guess from our view is we have to see a lot of batteries coming in. I think there is definitely a demand for battery recyclings. Um, but battery recycling, especially on the alkaline single-use side, that will eventually become an EPR program in Alberta. So Arma has um, essentially two divisions starting probably a month ago, you have the stewardship division, which is the four stewardship programs that we're, we have been talking about in the last um, 40 minutes. And ARMA will have an oversight division. And the oversight division will be uh, overseeing the upcoming hazardous and special product program, HSP. Mm. And the single-use battery, the alkaline batteries, will eventually move into the HSP program. Got it. What about like EV batteries? Is that, are we way, ways ways from that still? And I'm thinking of, you know, like solar energy storage, you put batteries in your off-grid cabin, Um, Tesla power walls. I can only assume at some point, Arm will be leading on that. (laughs) Yeah. So the EV battery is not part of HSP, I don't believe. Okay. If someone bring an EV battery to a collection site or to a registered electronic processor, I would say Arma probably would accept it under ePilot for now, just because it is a pilot. We want to see the volume. We actually don't see a lot of them because EV batteries tend to have residual values. Mm. So a lot of time from, from what we are hearing out there is that companies actually take those batteries back because hmm. they can probably recycle them, right. reuse them. They can recover the, the materials. Uh, so it's uh, we actually don't – we see them once in a while, but we don't see them a lot. Yeah. The most battery we see are the buttons, 
And oh, the yeah. double A, the triple A's, they yeah. are, there's a lot They're of They're coming in hot. Yeah. Yeah. Quick question before mm-hmm. we wrap this up. Is there an eco fee on solar panels? No. Okay. Yeah. So, so the so when it, when we say e pilot means that we're taking the materials without eco fees, and the original purpose was to yeah, the purpose that we're taking the material but no eco fee is so we know the tonnages, we know there's a need out there. Right. So, for example, right now, you know, you can take a microwave to an Edmonton Eco Center. Edmonton Eco Center will accept it. And that's part of our program. But when you buy a microwave from a store, there is not eco fee on them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, this is going to be future talk. If solar panel becomes part of the permanent program in the future, then yes, they mostly likely would have an eco fee on that. Makes um, sense. Managing eco fee on a solar panels. And the lifespan of solar panels twenty years. That will require some math, right? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Okay. That will require some math. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to say, but the the math will work because yeah. sometimes that when we um, and this is for all our program we manage depends on how long the material is going to be out there, how many tonnage is going to come in on annual basis. Um, yeah, it's a little bit different. It'll be a little right. bit different to take to have eco fees on a material that's could be a, twenty years, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All things you'll figure out as you continue down this road. Uh, Chai Wei, Chief Operations um, Manager for Arma, Alberta Recycling Management Authority, has been chatting to us today about their pilot solar recycling program and and the success of it and what the future looks like. Thank you, Chai Wei, for for taking the time to chat on the Solar PV Cast today. No problem. The Solar PV Cast by Shift with Chris Palliser. To begin your solar journey, visit shift.ca.